you love food, I love food. But the last thing that we want is for our food to be toxic. I mean, you may be buying organic vegetables, but are you cooking them in safe cookware? That is exactly what I want to be talking about today, how your food may be toxic and not because you're buying toxic food, but because you're actually making toxic food. It's exactly what I'm going to go through. I'm going to go through in today's episode what cookware is toxic that you can stay away from. And then I'm going to talk about what toxins to totally stay away from. And then I'm going to wrap it up and give you toxin-free alternatives to cook to make sure that you are cooking and making healthy food. Let's get into it. It's Mondays with Mahela. That's right, me. Thank you so much for tuning in. I absolutely love, love, love and appreciate your support. Today's topic is such an interesting one. For any of you who don't know me, my name is Mahela and I'm a qualified naturopath, absolutely passionate about all things health, business and overall success. And today, Mondays with Mahela segment is part of the Natural Health Podcast, which provides you with simple, savvy and sustainable health hacks. That's what I'm exactly going to do today. I'm going to provide you with simple, savvy health hacks, what you can include in your kitchen. I mean, if you are cooking in the kitchen, you need to listen to this episode because I'm going to be talking about cookware. That's right. I mean, I've spoken so many times about how, you know, we should buy organic food, how to stay away from pesticides and herbicides. And you may be implementing that in your kitchen, but you may be missing the most important link, which is what you are cooking with, unless you're eating it raw, I guess. But if you are cooking it, you need to listen to this episode because after this, you're going to be gobsmacked. Doing the research for this, I was like, oh my gosh, wow, 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 what am I doing? What is happening in the kitchen? I am creating toxins in the kitchen. This is so scary. So that's why I'm here to provide you the information, right? To provide you the information. So I'm going to start off. Today's going to be a little bit different because I'm going to not have segments. I'm going to include it in one thing, right? So I'm going to, in the one thing, I'm going to talk about the potential toxic cookware and also the ingredients that it has in it. And then maybe doing it. And then I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about the alternatives, three main alternatives that I'm going to mention. So let's get into it and talk about some toxic cookware, right? Number one to start off with is the biggest one that I'm going to spend most of my time talking about, and that is non-stick and Teflon, right? I'm pretty sure that you have cooked or eaten from a non, non-stick or Teflon cookware, right? I'm pretty sure you have. A lot of restaurants use them. I'm pretty sure you may have used it before because you know what? It's easy, right? You put the egg in there, you put the pancake in there, you put whatever you put in there and you have no issues. No issues because it's not sticking. You don't have to worry about it. You don't have to put the extra oil. You don't have to put the extra things in there to make sure that it doesn't stick. It's easy to wash, easy to clean, convenient, right? Perfect for the fast food cooking, right? Even not the fast food, just any type of cooking. It's just easy, right? However, they also come with dangers. 
of toxic chemicals that may be leaching into your food right now. That is scary, right? Although these can save you the trouble of having to oil your pan before cooking and so forth, and at ease of use, like I mentioned, they may be making you sick. That's right. This cookware may be the cause of your disease. That is scary, right? That is absolutely scary, right? To this day, let's start off with something interesting that I found out, right? So interesting, right? To this day, cooking with a non-stick pot could kill your pet bird. Mahela, what are you talking about? <laughs> All right, let, let's let's wrap it up. Let's see what am I talking about? How can cooking with Teflon kill your pet bird, right? As far as back as 1986. Avian veterans knew that Teflon or similar non-stick cookware made from chemicals known as collectively as PFCs, which is perofluorinated chemicals, could produce fumes and particles that are highly toxic to birds. The phenomenon even had a name called Teflon toxiosis. So you can take your pet bird to the vet and they're like, well, your pet bird died from Teflon toxiosis. That is scary, right? That is absolutely scary. And it killed hundreds and hundreds of birds, right? So you may have heard of the canary in the coal mine, right? Birds can be more sensitive to dangerous gases than humans. But if something is lethal to birds, I mean, you don't have to be a coal miner to guess that it might actually be toxic to you, okay? So Dewpoint... Dewpoint is the, the they produce Teflon, right? Long knew that PFCs were harmful. A review of studies published back in the 1950s. That is ages ago, like ages, ages ago, 1950s. They knew that the company had learned that even at relative low levels, the fumes could cause an acute illness known as polymer fume fever. In 1962, Dewpoint scientists actually gave 40 human volunteers Teflon-laced cigarettes to study polymer fumes fever, although known as the shakes. So they knew about it and they studied it, but why didn't they tell us about it, right? Why do we not know about it? So that even back in the days, this is so interesting, back in the days, they even, well, recently, back in the days, they advised to move pet birds out of the kitchen. This is actually what? Said right, Re listen to this right because birds have extremely sensitive respiratory systems, birds' owners must take precaution to protect them. Cooking fumes, smokes, and odors that have little or no effects on people can seriously sicken and even kill birds, often quickly, quite quickly. Bird owners should take steps to protect their pets, such as keeping their birds out of the kitchen, never leaving cookware unattended, never allowing pots and pans to overheat, and making sure that their kitchen is properly ventilated at all times. This is what it says. It says, if you have a pet bird, keep it out of the kitchen because it might die if you're cooking with Teflon. That is mind-blowing. That makes me think, okay, so my bird's going to die. What's going to happen to me if I'm in, in, inhaling this? What's going to happen to my kid? What's going to happen to my other pets? Okay, this is crazy, right? So let's talk about why, right? So non-stick cookware is manufactured with a synthetic coating, right, called PTEF, as plastic polymers that release toxins if heated about 230 degrees. So this synthetic polymer, also known as Teflon, which is a 
a DuPont brand trademark, has been linked to cancer and reproductive problems. To put this to the test, what the Environmental Working Group did, which was quite interesting, they discovered they only took five minutes, that's right, five minutes for a Teflon coated pan to reach 380 degrees. All right. So, but it's saying that if heated above 230 degrees, it releases toxins. But in five minutes, it hits 380, right? So this test showed the cookware ex- exceeded the temperature deemed safe by point themselves, which is about 340 degrees. Um, environmental group found that Teflon coated pans essentially turn toxic through the simple act of preheating a fan or burning it on a burner set on high, right? At 360 degrees, Teflon pans released six toxic gases, including two carcinogenic, two global pollutants and MFAs, a chemical lethal to humans at a low dose. If you are using this every single day, how low is your dose of exposure? Or how high is it? That's my question, right? Inhalation of the toxic fumes released by Teflon cookware can cause polymer fumer fever, which I would have spoke about earlier, which causes chills, fevers, tight tetanus, mild cough, and so forth. So like I said, these fumes are lethal to birds, right? Killing millions of pets every single year. Toxicity is such a problem that the manufacturer's labels on non-stick pans often warns consumers to not use at a high heat. So use this pan, but don't use it on a high heat. Okay, and five minutes, it hits, what did I say? It hits um, 200, uh, 380 degrees in five minutes, but don't use it at a high, use it on 100, 150. Okay, that, that's a bit weird, right? So in 2015, a report done, so, so in 2015, what happened is 200 scientists all around the world gathered together and decided to write a report, okay? This report was so interesting because in it, it said, it mentioned, in animal studies, some long-chain PFAs have have been found to cause liver toxicity, distribution of lipid metabolism and the immune and endocrine system, adverse neural behavior effects, uh, neonatal toxicity and death, and tumors in multiple organ systems, right? In the growing body of epidemiologic evidence, some of these effects are supported by significant or suggestive association between specific long-chain PFAs and adverse outcomes, including association with, are you ready, what it's included with? Tescular and kidney cancer, liver malfunction, hypothyroidism, high cholesterol, ulcerative colitis, low birth weight and size, obesity, decreased immune response to vaccines, and reduced hormone levels and delayed puberty, okay? The report asked scientists, governments, chemical manufacturers, product manufacturers, purchasing organizations, retailers, and also individuals to action and avoid the product using PFAs. So this report literally said, from 200 different scientists all around the world saying, Stay away from this, okay? Also, what happened is in 2015, the Environmental Working Group published a report saying that 10 years ago, DuPont was forced to phase out key chemical, right? After revelations that nearly 45 years of the company covered up evidence of its health hazards, including cancer and birth defects. But a new Environmental Working Group version finds that the chemicals pushed by DuPont and other companies to replace the Teflon chemical and similar um, 
Yeah, so, so they're saying here, so they're saying we want to remove the old chemical, but we want to push a new one in. But how much do we know about this new chemical, right? The truth about these families of chemicals emerged only after DuPont was hit with a lawsuit for poisoning drinking water for tens of thousands of people in Western Virginia and Ohio. DuPont paid a record of $16.5 million fine for hindering the alarming truth, for hiding, not hindering, hiding, hiding alarming truth about C8 slash PFOA chemicals were linked to cancer and birth defects. DuPont promised to phase the chemical out by the end of this year, which was in 2015, but the company continued to hide behind confidentiality and trade secrets to keep the public in the dark. So you're kept in the dark about your cooking products that you're purchasing and cooking your organic vegetables in it, you know, your free range organic meat and so forth in it, but you're kept in the dark. You're not allowed to know what you're cooking with, right? So according to the U.S. Center of Disease Control and Prevention, PFCs contaminated the blood of virtually every single American alive today. They are found in animals in the most remote corners in the world, and lab tests have found that they even passed to the babies in the womb, right? So what I'm trying to say here is we spoke about the birds dying from the release of these toxins. A little bit of it, right? They die. So... And that's a warning sign, right? The other thing I'm saying is companies are hiding behind these, um, whatever you want to call it, they're hiding behind these policies and so forth so you don't know what you're being exposed to, right? And the other one is there may be new chemicals being made that we don't know what they are. So this is why I'm going to give you alternatives at the end. This is a warning sign. The other thing I wanted to say is, is this chemical is not only found in cookware, it's also found in like, for example, crazy one is microavailable popcorn, right? It's coated with these. There's a bit of a danger sign. So if you have Teflon nonstick cookware in your cupboard, what is the best thing to do? I'm not for, you know, wastage and things like that, but chuck it out. Make somehow use of it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you can make use of it. It's toxic, heated above a certain level. Don't know what you can do, but I would definitely not cook in it ever, ever again, right? Ever again, because it has those effects like I've spoken to you. Maybe your hypothyroidism is because of the cookware you're using. Maybe your obesity is because of the cookware you're using. Maybe your testicular and kidney cancer, your liver malfunction, your hypothyroidism, your high cholesterol, your ulcerative colosis, your low birth weight and size of your kid maybe due to the decreased immune response maybe because of it. Reduced hormones level maybe reduced because of it. Think about it, right? Second one I'm gonna talk about is ceramic coated cookware. Be careful, right? Ceramic coated pots and pans and cutlery may look nice, but they also may be toxic and may be leaching with harmful chemicals, right? They're manufactured from various metals and are coated with synthetic polymers, which is softer than metal. This means that there is some sort of metal, usually hard, undernized aluminium, aluminium, right? That has been coated with layers of ceramic. Keep in mind that this is different from 100% ceramic cookware, right? Which is safe. So, this is where it's a bit black and white. Make sure you know what your thing is made out of, your cookware is made out of. If it's 100% ceramic cookware, it may be okay. But what I'm talking about here is ceramic coated cookware, okay? While ceramic coated are, they are PFOA and PTF free, some products may contain lead and cadmium. That is the issue, right? You're like, okay, well, it's free from what Teflon and non-stickware is, 
but it may contain other chemicals that may be harmful for you, right? This is mostly true for products that come from usually from countries such as Asia and so forth, right? Because they don't have as high requirements on how they're making their products, right? Unfortunately, ceramic cones don't last that long. I don't know if you've ever had one before. I know I have, unfortunately. And they last for about, what, 12, 18 months? And then they're chipping, right? And high, and at high temperatures, this leaches into our food, right? Um, it contains lead and cadmium levels, which can, which can, and then what happens is you get a lead toxicity in your body. You get a cadmium toxicity in your body, which is quite dangerous. Lead is extremely toxic and can lead to symptoms like hearing loss, vomiting, seizures, constipation, abdominal pain, sluggishness, and fatigue. And not to mention if the chip goes as far as the aluminium, which is underneath the ceramic coating, then you have possibility of aluminium particles entering your body, which we want to talk about later on, which are harmful, harmful, harmful effects to your body. So these heavy metals may be causing your disease or maybe causing your signs and symptoms that you have in your body just from you thinking you're cooking a healthy meal right absolutely crazy on a note i thought i'd tell you this little story right um what when i did my research i found this out it's got not much to do with cookware but it's got to do with ceramic right so there was a couple in the 1980s don and fran uh two travels who collected some ceramic mugs from their family in italy and they've been with them for seven generations so a very very long time they were at their absolutely favorite mugs and they used them nearly every single day for their coffee key point for their coffee over the next three years the couple became nearly fatally lead poisoned and underwent extensive testing to find the source of the poisoning the cause became headlines all around the world because no one at least the couple could have imagined that the cups could have nearly killed them due to poisoning right while they drank their morning coffee in under an hour and e an FDA administrator test found that after 24 hours, a city coffee meant, uh, meant over 400 times the acceptable levels of lead would leach out of their mugs. So when they were putting the acid coffee into their ceramic mugs, the toxins were leaching out, right? So I'm going to also do another podcast about other products in the kitchen, but think about what is in your kitchen, right? Not just your cookware, but we're talking about cookware today. This is just something I thought I'd put in there just to make you think outside of the box, right? Okay, third one, a dangerous one is aluminium cookware, right? Aluminium cookware, yes, it is around there and it is pretty dangerous. Even given aluminium itself, using it as aluminium wrap and things like that, or putting aluminium in your baking and things like that, or wrapping it up and then cooking it, dangerous 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 right there's been quite a lot of research linked elevated aluminium levels uh, linked to central nervous system problems one 2013 study in immunology research linked aluminium to alzheimer's disease als and autism spectrum disorder what from cooking in aluminium you may have links to alzheimer's autism als central nervous system disorders, right? Aluminium can cookware can present these problems. Studies show that metal can leach into your food, especially when you're cooking tomato products or other acidy products. If too much aluminium enters your body, it can build up. It can build up, including your brain, liver, heart, bones, and eventually cause a disease in your body, right? It's been studied for a number of years, a link with Alzheimer's disease in aluminium, 
Thalamin software is often coded to prevent leaching. The coating does tend to chip and deteriorate like other ceramic materials. Instead of utilizing aluminum cookware and aluminum foil, invest your money in something else like we're going to talk about later, alternatives, right? So just be aware of the, the thing after this podcast, right? Even if you know that aluminum ceramic coated and, and Teflon nonstick pan may be dangerous for you. The key is also to understand what your products are made out of, okay? As you're putting your money and as you're buying these products, you're supporting these companies. So your money, where your money goes, it talks, right? Your money provides business to these companies. So where do you want your money going to? Where do you want your support going to? It's not just your money. It's like, what are you supporting? Understand what your cookware is made out of, right? So the form of aluminium most presented to tissue outside of the bloodstream is expected to be bound to TF, right? In brain, aluminium is prone to disassociate from TF as a soluble citrate salt. But most cells of the central nervous system express TF receptors. So what does that mean? The receptors mediated uptake would be one mechanism by which aluminium could enter the cells of the brain. So this is the key why it affects the central nervous system mainly, right? Aluminium affects mainly the central nervous system. It's been linked to autism. The aluminium content of brain tissue and autism was consistently higher. Multiple sclerosis, the aluminum content of brain tissue multiple sclerosis was universally higher with many tissues bearing concentration of excess to 10 um, ppm and others exceeding 50 ppm. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy, right? And dangerous. So next one I'm going to talk about is copper cookware, right? Copper cookware, uh, it may look beautiful, right? like other things and it might be easy to use and so forth but it can be toxic right uncoated copper has the ability to quickly leach into your food especially when heated even copper cookware that is coated often contains nickel an extremely toxic and highly allergic compound right so what else is your cookware made out of right what else does it have in there okay it's got copper but what other metals does it have in there right so the thing that we need to look at is if it is not lined with stainless steel or if it has thin coating that the cookware scratches off copper can also leach into your blood and enter your body which means you have copper in your body, high level of copper in your body, which may be harmful, which can contribute to neurogenitive diseases. But what we need to understand is the seesaw between copper and zinc, they need to be the same. Too much copper lowers your zinc level. Too much zinc lowers your copper level. It needs to be balanced, right? So what happens when we have low zinc levels? What does that happen? Low immune function and so forth and adrenals, thyroid issues havoc in your body right so we need to make sure that we don't have a copper overload in our body so there you have it i've mentioned i've spoken about the most toxic cookware and the most toxic talk the most toxic toxins that may be available in your cookware that you need to stay away from okay so you're like mahela what are the alternatives i'm i'm so glad you asked let's get into the alternatives there's two alternatives that I would recommend a device 100% on. Some I'm going to go into at the bottom that's kind of like black and white, not black and white, it's kind of like in a gray area. But the first one is cast iron. Yes, yes, that heavy, heavy pan. That's exactly what you should be cooking with. I know, crazy, because the thing, the issue with cast iron is a lot of people stay away from it because you have to prepare it. You have to, what yearly you have to prepare it and so forth. But there are other alternatives. So cast iron pans are generally safe 
even given you're not shimmering the food for them for long, long periods of time. They are there are also enmantled cast iron pans and bare cast iron pans. So do different types. So the enmantled pans, this is the old school pots that your grandma probably has. They kind of look like circling and they probably hold up. Um, flowers on them, they're white with flowers, or they're red with polka dots, you've probably seen them, I call them the wog pots, probably can get them, right? So offer the same non-stick benefits as Tefla without the toxic fumes and require little maintenance. So bare cast irons, pans, the, the different ones, on the other hand, heat more evenly, uh, but they can also leach a little bit of iron into your food when cooking with acid ingredients like tomatoes and so forth, right? Um, if you're a vegan or someone who's anemic or suffering from an iron deficiency, it actually may be great, right? How do you get your iron? Through your cookware. <laughs> I'm just, yeah, just putting it out there, right? But however, too much iron can be an issue for some people. So please be careful when cooking with cast iron. Know your iron levels. Know if, you know, is causing issues for you. This is why it's always best to talk to a healthcare professional to get an understanding of you as an individual. Right, second one, stainless steel, right? Stainless steel is best, old school best, right? Why, right? It is an absolutely great option as products made from it are non-stick and relatively light compared to the cast iron. They're also resistance to chipping. You can, if scratch it, it's not gonna chip and scratching, just be aware that stainless steel does have possibility of leaching small amounts of nickel in your food, right? While this isn't a huge major concern, you need to understand what your heavy metal toxicity is, right? So those are the two top ones that I'm looking at, right? The other option is glass, right? Glass is an option if you are cooking in the oven, you've got glass trays, glass containers, and things like that to cook in like make lasagna, potatoes, anything like that in glass, right? Absolutely amazing because glass is best, yeah? It's, but then again, it also depends what your glass is made out of and so forth, but there's an option also. But there are so many products out there at the moment that are saying we are um, non-Taflon because it's got such a bad name, right? So they're kind of saying, you know, we are PFAS-free, PFOA-free, and so forth, right? But they're making new chemicals to kind of act like them, right? Similar to the BPA debate. But before I go into my little world of rambling, the thing that we need to understand is there's new chemicals and new products being made, right? Do we want to be those birds to be tested on? Or do we need to want to make sure that these are safe? So whatever you are buying, whatever chemical it is coated with, make sure you understand that product. Do your research, right? What does that product contain? What heavy metals does it contain, right? What does it not contain? So if you've got anything out of this podcast is know your cookware, know what it is made out of, what it contains and so forth. Some things to look out for, make sure that it is free from PFAS, PFOA, no lead, no cadmium, heat resistance up to 450 degrees Celsius. Uh, cal, um, yeah, so heat resistance up to 450 degrees, right? So remember, little is unknown about new chemicals in the cookware. So please do your research. Feel free to send me across something. I'm happy to review, happy to look at it to understand if it is something that you know, is suitable for yourself or for the wider society to use, or if it may be toxic to you. There you go. I absolutely love doing this episode because we need to understand, you know, it's not just about the food that we're buying. It's about the food that we're making. 
right? The food that we're making in our kitchen. Our kitchen needs to be toxic free, not just the food that we're cooking with, right? So there you have it. I hope, I hope I shed some light to how you can cook toxic free. Let me know your thoughts. Share this with someone else who cooks, right? Someone else who cooks, share this with them. Love, like, surprise, surprise. (laughs) Love, right? Subscribe to the Natural Health Podcast or to the YouTube channel. I absolutely love your support and appreciate a lot. Leave a review so people are able to find out about the Natural Health Podcast quick and easy so they can get the information that you got today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I love, love, and appreciate your support. Until next Monday. Love you.